to Captain Bender. He's the best at being a big jerk who's stupid and his big ugly face is as dumb as a butt. Nah, I've heard better. Welcome to the world of tomorrow. This is Back to the Futurama, your podcast voyage through one of the greatest TV shows Fox ever canceled. I'm Mike. And I'm Ben. And today we're talking about Season 3, Episode 5, The Bird Bot of Icecatraz. Uh, I would just like to thank the Futurama writers for knowing that we would be recording these ice-centric, cold-centric episodes in the middle of the summer when it is 90 <laughs> degrees. Uh, that's are real, real good. Thank you for making me want to be cold. That's the long con. That's a that's over. That's almost a two decade long con. Podcasts weren't even really a thing in two thousand. So I'm impressed. Sometimes Futurama doesn't get it quite right with like the cell phones, but with podcasts, they nailed it. They nailed it to a degree that I'm pretty sure they time traveled into the future watched us do this podcast oh god from where and then oh god mike behind you oh god show yourself oh sorry i thought i saw david x cohen oh okay it was just <laughs> david e cohen i got it Whew. Ooh, we boy. still got a david f through david <laughs> yeah. w cohen's to get through yeah, yeah that was a dumb joke i apologize it's really bad <laughs> it's a uh, to be fair, it's probably on the same level of the jokes as the rest of the episode. It is. It's very on brand. For Welcome us. to the show. <laughs> yeah, it is another episode with snow and ice and penguins this time, which is pretty cool. I like penguins a lot. Yeah, penguins are neat. One of my favorite animals because they're so silly and regal at the same time, mm-hmm. just like me. That's what I always think about you, Ben. Yeah, you're very silly, but you're also regal. Regal AF. So, As foretold. Yes. Uh, let's get into the episode. I, I find it interesting that it's as hot as it is in here, and yet you're still dressed in your uh, court finest, in, in multiple layers of wonderful purple clothing, um, some, some nice tights, um, as you would wear to the to uh, Mademoiselle Ball. Well, it's after five, Mike. I'm not a farmer. <laughs> excellent Um, let's reference other things that is aren't the podcast that we're doing right now uh so we start out this episode at planet express like so many episodes it's a pretty good place to start an episode from fry is eating cookies Um, so he's eating a a styro pack cookies which everything is is individually sealed uh which leela says that uh she says now i know those cookies are fresh delicious i mean they must be I just love the the like the the mechanical process yeah. he goes through. He takes out the the top cookie because they're they're kind of like Oreos, right? It's basically Oreos. He he opens the the little pack that says top. He puts it into a machine where the top one is supposed to go. He gets the cream out, puts it where the cream is, and then he has the bottom one and puts it in there. And then he pulls this like a little lever and it squishes it all together. And he has to really pull on but, that lever to like squish it all together. So, I mean that that cream is that gooey, but not you gotta you gotta put some elbow grease in to make sure it sticks. So then he 
Nothing. Keep going. Uh, it sure seems like it's something, but I'll keep going for the benefit of the listener. He he takes the the new cookie, newly comprised cookie, and takes it out and untwists it and eats the cream and just <laughs> removes and just throws away the cookies. It's quite a process for a third of the cookie. A third of the cookie. Yeah, I mean, but that's fry for you. I mean, if he really wanted to, he could just open the cream one and eat that. And then not open any of the other things. But that's there's a whole ritual to eating Oreos. Like there's a <laughs> whole Oreo campaign, like ad campaign way back in the day that was basically like how you eat Oreos sure. is like the special part of Oreos. Oh, I remember that ad campaign where you were forced to create the Oreo yourself. Yeah, and exactly. Then open it was it a very popular thing to. in yeah. like the late nineties. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Like a uh, young girl and her grandfather, you know, sitting there talking about stuff sure and, as you do and just you know some good good old-fashioned family time while they're unwrapping pre-packaged pieces components components of what will eventually be the oreo and then manually pulling that lever to compress the oreo into one bit my favorite thing about uh <laughs> the, the ad campaign was great and you're right and it won all the ad campaign awards that year but one, the one thing I really like about it is that it's a very manual process in the future. They didn't find any improvements to the the wonder. I mean, it's a wonderful technology. You think now. you could have automated that in the last thousand years, or at least made some kind of like you know, like hit a button and it squishes it together with a, some kind of motor. Yeah, but no, still, still all hand uh, handmade. That's what I, that I think. I think we we can go ahead and call Fry a sty- styropec hipster, if you like. I kind of don't. Okay. So, yeah, Leela points out that um, she's glad that these cookies are so fresh alicious, but they create an awful lot amount of garbage. They sure do. And also, Bender is sitting next to him, and, and he's spraying some... Uh, uh, head spray. Head spray to uh, kind of slick back his antenna. And she's like, I know that makes it makes your antenna smell nice, but it's doing untold damage to the planet. My favorite thing is Bender's like, as soon as uh, she says, it makes your your antenna smell nice. Why, thank you. Bender's like, so? It's not like the only planet we've got. And, uh, I mean, he's correct. He's technically correct. The best kind of correct. It, I mean, it is, it's a different, you know, mindset than it is of, you know, the current day where we haven't, you know, been to other planets quite yet. This is This is kind of the first time we see any real sort of activism coming from leela it comes up in later episodes but like this this is the first time where she's like suddenly an environmentalist sure i i i recognize that it's kind of comes upon but i feel like it's it it underlays the character really well no i mean i think it's i think it's a good uh, like it's it's not out of character for leela yeah it's just the first time we get a glimpse of this side of her i suppose um and at that point the professor comes in and, and says, good news, everyone. I have news about this highly controversial mission. Is it highly controversial? Oh, my, no. And then uh, they go into the, the briefing room, and he says, for this highly controversial mission, oh. uh, we're going to be delivering... Uh, the Juan Valdez, mm-hmm. uh, a, a super tanker uh, carrying... That good Colombian dark matter oil. Leela asks, 
why they have to fly within three feet of this penguin preserve on Pluto. It's to avoid the toll booth. Which which uh, raises multiple questions. Many, many questions. Um, uh, an important thing to note is that this uh, super tanker has 6,000 hulls and is leak-proof. Unlike Un- the professor. <laughs> we both raced for that one. We wanted to just tell you how leak leak leaky the professor is. Not when you order it like that. I, I rescind my previous <laughs> statement. I don't want to be on record as the one saying that. Yeah, uh, so they w- they will have to. Um, uh, there are protesters that they'll have to tow the tanker by um, as they go past uh, Pluto. The protesters are this group um, called Penguins Unlimited, mm-hmm. and it is led by Free Waterfall Senior. It's true. So we get yeah, another entry into the Free Waterfall family tree. Mm-hmm. So Leela uh, decides she can't go on the mission with the rest of the crew uh, because of the lack of regard for the environment. So she goes and joins Penguins Unlimited. So at that point, the professor demotes Leela from captain and insists that she turn over her captain's jacket. But it's her jacket. She paid for it. He takes it anyways and then is about to give it to Fry and instead hands it over to Bender because being a captain is about intuition and heart. A good captain can't have either one. That's first off, that's very fantastic. Second off, the the way he's like, should I be saying that Fry is the new captain? No, of course not. That's how I should phrase everything in my life. Everybody will be a big fan of that. Oh, I'm sure. I can only imagine how your relationships will improve. Absolutely. Should I say that I'm picking up this check? No, I should not. And then just like run out the door. And then just bounce. Yeah. <laughs> be like, all right, it's on you. Or would you like this dance? Well, I would not. <laughs> uh, it's all yours. Have at <laughs> it's it. It's all yours. <laughs> I get this. Like now I've got this this vision of, of you and uh, you on a dance floor with, with, with your current girlfriend. And, uh, and then, like, a slow song comes on. And would you like this dance? Well, I do not. And you walk away and she's left to dance by herself <laughs> on the dance floor. I'm sure she would love that. <laughs> she's just twirling. <laughs> I don't know why she's just twirling. But that's the visual I have been. Okay. I'm sure she'll have some things to say about that. Anyways, uh, yeah, so Bender gets promoted to captain. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, Fry's kind of uh, perturbed about this because he had been even, uh, Leela had even been teaching him how to fly the uh, the ship when he sat on her lap in this comic that he drew. And I love that Zoidberg is so excited because he's like, what, there's a new one? And he rushes over to read it. <laughs> I, like, I, I absolutely love Zoidberg's love of Fry's comics. It's terrific. And what it reminds me of the days when I used to read a lot of web comics and I would be it would always be like, oh, there's a new one. Like, I don't know why that's what it makes me think of. But... I mean, it's very similar, except for, I mean, you know, there's... Except the... I'm sure most of the web comics I read were probably better than whatever Fry was drawing in his... If they weren't, I think that's a problem. Because Fry's co- uh, content was talking about him sitting on Leela's lap and piloting a ship. I think there's probably better uh, narratives in web comics. The only other note that I have uh, is that 
I, I, I wrote, Bender goes sort of Captain Crazy. Uh, he kind of does. He, he goes on a power trip. He goes on a power trip, but he also kind of goes to this kind of um, sea captain persona. Yeah. We'll set sail at six bells. Ding, 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 ding. And he's got like a, a captain, like a, a ship captain mm-hmm. hat, uh, like stereotypical pirate sort of thing almost. Yeah. Well, not quite pirate. I said, I said almost. Fair enough. Um, yeah, that's he, he kind of goes on a power trip and Fry is not a huge fan of it. Uh, so Leela is up at the Penguins Unlimited ship and Freewaterfall Sr. is uh, uh, giving his little speech. Um, he is crunchy granola to the 10th degree. Mm-hmm. Don't clap because you're killing mold spores when you clap. Mm-hmm. Uh, just give a thumbs up instead. Please hold your thumbs. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't have a whole lot of other things to say about him at this point. Um, so they, but I will say their their plan to stop the tanker is to make a human circle around it in space. Um, so they will, uh, will like kind of surround it, in, mm-hmm. you know, uh, in a circle. Uh, Leela just wants to kick their asses, but Free mentions that those people's asses are living things too. It sounds weird when you just call him Free. Like it took me a moment. <laughs> Um, because to me, he's free waterfall senior and Mm -hmm. like that whole thing is his one name. I didn't, uh, to be a hundred percent honest and to drop the, the, the conceit, I didn't want to add more syllables to my, to what I had to say because I've been bad at words. Fair enough. And, uh, yeah, the, the spaceship, the planet express ship kind of, uh, backs up and, and latches this tanker Mm -hmm. onto the back of it, like a U-Haul. Sure. And, they just kind of fly up and over the ring and Leela's like, when you planned this, were you aware that spaceships could travel in three dimensions? No, I was not. Uh, meanwhile, on the ship, uh, Fry has gotten the nickname Wiggles. Yeah, just simply because Bender decides that his first mate needs a nickname. Mm-hmm. Ergo, Wiggles. Uh, Fry challenges him as he hasn't read the captain's handbook yet. Um, which Bender does in about half a second and says, you know, what's the first rule of ca- of captaining? Always respect the chain O command. And with that, Fry gets an invite to the captain's table. Zoidberg is very impressed. I just wrote down Zoidberg loves Captain Bender because it is like he- sudden hero worship. I, I-, I think there's... Uh, uh, Zoidberg displays a uh, a theme with with uh strong captaining he's attracted to that kind of thing i mean who isn't fair enough uh zoeberg does say the captain's table what an honor it's i just i'm sorry i'm team zoeberg all the way because he is just getting better and better every week no i mean that's fair i just i'm thinking about captains now like captain malcolm reynolds fair Mm, enough captain tight pants oh yeah Captain Jack Sparrow, that's one. No, less. No, not. Oh, we're not just listing off captains now. That's not the. No. No, we have to. We're listing off sexy captains. I don't know about well, you. Don't have to like put me on blast or anything about <laughs> Captain Jack. I just. I I see. I see. Penguins Unlimited flies out to Pluto to cut off the tanker at the pass, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, they they at this point um when the show was made pluto was still classified as a planet 
uh, which I guess I feel is an important thing to mention. We also didn't know a whole lot about Pluto yet um, because New Horizons hadn't flown out there. And, sure. Uh, very different. Again, I'm going to be that guy who's like, well, actually, uh, your space facts are all wrong, Futurama. Uh-huh, you can't land on Neptune. Okay, I didn't. When we discussed this last time, I didn't make any of those noises or anything. No, I did. Make, well, I know. I'm, make, I'm making those noises now. Well, okay, fair enough. I'm just saying I didn't make fun of you. At Pluto's the time. not a nice planet where penguins live, Futurama. Well, that is uh, lampshaded a little bit. It's like why if we why did we dump these here? Um, but no, Pluto uh, at the time was a planet, and it's it's depicted as this uh, basically arctic sort of habitat there's somewhat similar to neptune (laughs) somewhat similar to neptune there's glaciers and penguins and water and water and oxygen and earth normal gravity um so it's a pretty happening place i feel like they came to it like they they like figured this out and then just like oh but the gravity Eh, don't worry about it it'll be fine this is this is where Free Waterfall Senior, or free as his friends call him. <laughs> his, I I I know I'm in his his friend group, but uh, as as this is where he starts to get kind of weird because he's like, if you're cold, just rub your body with permafrost. It's nature's long johns. If rubbing frozen dirt on your crotch is wrong, eh, I don't want to be right. <laughs> also, that kind of sounds like the most amazing thing when you're in ninety degree weather. I mean, yeah, I don't have... Well, not the crotch part. Or maybe the crotch part, I don't know. Maybe the crotch part. <laughs> this is the weirdest episode of Ben's <laughs> Euphemism Corner ever. It's not even a euphemism, it's just straight up... Just straight up talking about crotches. Um, <laughs> look, when it gets hot out, I don't have time for subtlety, Mike. I I, I can appreciate I'm, that. I'm going to talk about sexy captains... I'm going to talk about rubbing ice on crotches. <laughs> we are really doing ourselves uh, uh, our... Uh, we are really pushing this PG-13. Uh-huh. Also, we're making a legacy of when it's hot, we don't talk about the episode whatsoever. <laughs> well, I'm trying to talk about Free Waterfall Senior rubbing frozen dirt on his crotch. This had a point, Mike. <laughs> Oh, yes, you're right. This had a point. Anyways, our plan is to to kind of head off the uh, tanker at the pass. Mm-hmm. So they're all hunkered down on Pluto. Meanwhile, back on the Planet Express ship, uh, they are having dinner at the captain's table. Uh, it seems to be just a repurposed ping pong table. And uh, Zoidberg is act- acting as sort of a uh, sommelier. Uh, he's mentioned as the steward. Sure. But I mean, he's serving wine. Fair so, enough. So, you know. Bender is regaling everybody at the table about how he got a medal for saving the children of Earth from a giant kangaroo. It was on the Australian news. You probably didn't hear about it. Yeah, it's also not on. A, it's not an episode of Futurama. That would that would be kind of neat to watch. I'd probably watch it. I would definitely watch it. It's um, Futurama. We would have to for the podcast. It's true. We're contractually <laughs> obligated. I should have read that contract before I signed it. So say we all. <laughs> so fry, uh, fry is kind of cajoled into giving a toast to bender um and insults him instead says to captain bender he's the best 
and being a jerk who is stupid and his big ugly face is dumb as a butt. I mean, he uh, he definitely landed the fact that he insulted. Were they the most creative insults? No. I, but, I do, because of this episode, occasionally use the insult that someone's face is as dumb as a butt. How does that go? Not well. Have you have you done it in person? Oh yeah. Absolutely. I have said out loud, his big ugly face is as dumb as a butt. And you you say this didn't go well. It did not go well. I can only imagine what happened. People looked at me very confused. Oh, that's I was I was hoping for some fireworks. Uh what happened is I started a Futurama podcast. That's true. To educate people on what I mean when I say things. Mm-hmm. Because apparently 95% of my lexicon is from Futurama episodes, and nobody knows what I'm talking about at any given point. It's mostly correct. Anyways, uh, Bender says that he's heard better. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's true. I've heard better insults, too. Like, Bender's not wrong. No, he's heard, he's heard better speeches. And insults, sure. Mm-hmm. There's, there's be. no better insult than his big ugly face is as dumb as a butt. I mean, it, 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 it's, a, it's all accounting to taste. Fry gets upset and storms out. Yeah, Bender tell, ends up telling him to shut up and knocks over a plate of spaghetti onto the wall. Which Zoidberg immediately descends upon as mm-hmm. soon as it hits the floor. Uh, like a scavenger. Like Zoidberg. Like Zoidberg, yeah. That's, I don't even know why I went for a metaphor. And then Fry uh, says some things and storms out and then... Uh, Bender's kind of taken aback and is really kind of sad that Fry's mad. Mm-hmm. And uh, he kind of walks out and Zoidberg's like, now if you excuse me, there's a ravioli with only two footprints on it. And then Bender walks on it and he's like, three. And, and then he just dives eats in. it. Um, um, I kind of want some ravioli now, apropos of nothing. Well, I mean, we're talking about spaghetti and ravioli and we're both very hungry gentlemen. I suppose it's apropos of exactly what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. A league of very hungry gentlemen. That's me to a T. And me as well. Um, So uh, as a result of this kind of confrontation around the captain's table, uh, Bender becomes stone sober and uh, is kind of uh, piloting the plane very recklessly. Staying in a sea shanty and, and Zoidberg runs in and he's like, Please, you need to drink. I love you like a father. <laughs> it's it's amazing how fast Zoidberg went into this kind of like hero worship kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's it's impressive. Mm-hmm. Z- Zoidberg is zero to sixty. He sure is. Um, the pro- protesters are collecting on Pluto to show them signs when they get there. Um, I have a collection of the signs here. All right. Um, give a hudo, don't pollute Pluto. There are two of those. Okay. Um, preserve our useless wasteland. Okay. Free Chili Willy. That is a, an old school reference. Very old school uh, cartoon character. And go away, tanker. Clever. Uh, the guy who's holding go away, tanker says, I hope they see my sign. I hope for his sake they don't. It's not actually that clever. I mean, it's not clever, but he, he put a lot he's of work direct. into it. Yeah, he's direct. Yeah, it's direct. There's something about being blunt about things. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's fair. Um, meanwhile, Bender is piloting around like a sober idiot. And <laughs> some sometimes sentences we say on this don't make sense, even when it is about the episode. Yeah, even in context, it's a little little flaky. Bender's flying upside down and he's flying erratically and he manages to clip the side against an iceberg and it tears open all 6,000 hulls and it just dumps out this oil uh, out onto Pluto. Mm -hmm. Uh, Fry uh, runs into the captain's, uh, the kind of front area of the plane, the cockpit. That would be what it's called. And and laments the fact that they didn't build it with 6,001. When will we learn... So yeah, the 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 dark matter oil is going all over Pluto, um, and the and the protesters. We go to a news report from Morbo and Linda talking about this uh, uh, distant tragedy. It shows a bunch of clips of penguins just covered in oil, slipping around, and they've added sound effects. And it says sound effects added to lessen tragedy. Uh, th- this package also has a has an interview with Leela. And at the end of it, Leela slips and falls, and they've added the sound effects to that as well. <laughs> Oily humanoid. <laughs> at the time of the incident, Bender had an alcohol level of 0.8%, well below the legal limit for robots. Um, then it kind of zooms out to Bender at the jail, um, being advised by the hyper chicken. He manages to get Bender five hours of community service. Cleaning the oil on Pluto. And Bender's like, couldn't you have just gotten me the death penalty? Uh, the hyper chicken says that it's kind of tough uh, begging for your client when you're on trial for that there incompetence. Like, yeah, good luck with that. And then just wa- and the framing of the shot's so good because the whole time it looks like Bender's in prison, but mm-hmm. the hyper chicken's in prison and Bender just walks out to yeah. go do his community service. It's very good to me. Speaking of Bender's community service, he goes to Pluto and starts doing his community service and he is being watched by Earl and Schmitty. There's a quick cut back to Free Waterfall Jr. where he says, A good way to avoid frostbite is to put your hands between your buttocks. That's nature's pocket. He then, uh, uh, Leela is walking over to saying he's, she's going to go check on Bender and says, Don't let him ste- steal, uh, pick your pocket. Yep. That happens. It sure does. Yeah, Bender is over there, like, juicing penguins to, to get the oil. like To drink it, yeah. Squeezing the penguins to get all the oil off of them. To be fair, it just looks like an annoyance to the the penguin that he squeezes like a like a like a rag. And yeah, Schmitty and Earl are like are they white with black feathers or black with white feathers? <laughs> I I I just love this interaction between these two. Like uh, it's like Earl, it, does, or, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it They're don't it don't beautiful. matter. They're all beautiful. And then they hug. They have a very tender, a long, like, ve- mm-hmm. like just in awe of the beauty, they hug. And uh, Bender kind of realizes this and puts on a tux, lowers his legs, and like wanders out into the field of penguins. And they, yeah, they lose track of him. And Schmitty's like, I guess this is why Chief says no hugging. <laughs> I, I love the Chief of Police. <laughs> I'm just glad I work in a field that has never told me no hugging because hugs are coming. Well, good luck to your coworkers. They are always consensual hugs. 
I always say, would you like a hug? Yes, here comes the hug. And that's how that's my hugging okay. style. Oh, no, that's fair. In fact, this is the hugging style I use with my wife as well. Would you like a hug? Here it comes. Okay. I don't have anything to add to that. Would you like a hug, Ben? Not in this heat. Also, we're recording a podcast. It would be good auditory content, I think. We'd have to narrate the whole thing like, <laughs> nope, not even going there. We're now, also 33 minutes into this episode, <laughs> so let's keep going. Oh, boy. Um, the, the protesters are heading back to the uh, Penguins un- Unlimited base, um, but Leela's wondering where Bender is. He, she kind of like cries out for him, like yells for him, and nothing happens. So he she goes into the headquarters and finds Fry and Zoidberg playing a video game. Um, they've been sent inside for doing an unsatisfactory job. And eating penguin eggs. Fry's like, you ate most of them. The key word there is most. Oh, yeah. Fry definitely had a few. You know, just to try them. Yeah. But like Zoidberg's mouth is just dripping with that penguin egg albumin. Okay. Not the word I was expecting. What were you expecting, Ben? Yolk. It can be both. Leela asks where Bender is and they say they don't know, so... She decides she's going to go look for him. Fry stops her saying, I'll go look for him and puts on the captain's hat. And Leela's like, why are you taking the ship? He's like 20 feet away from us, I'm sure. He's like, to the ship. And Zoidberg immediately starts following like, it's that hero worship. What a leader. Meanwhile, Bender is out sleeping um, in this crowd of penguins. And then they all go into the water to fish and Bender gets awoken and, and uh, tries to swim back to shore. And says, what is this water made of? Ice? And the uh, a whale comes up and tries to eat him. And he gets spat back out on shore, uh, on the, the shore, makes some R2-D2 noises. Yeah, he, uh, which he, is good. he lands directly onto his head very forcefully. Sort of short circuits and then reboots. And upon waking, he sees all these penguins, so he reboots into penguin mode. Uh, I will like to say that the main tasks of penguin mode are to acquire food and frolic, which is my pretty standard MO. Oh, yeah, same. When I'm not doing this podcast, I'm acquiring food and or frolicking. Mostly my, I'm doing and, not, not or. Not one at a time, just uh, both of them at all times. It also loads the penguin language so that he can converse with these penguins. And one of them says, full of fish? Not entirely. Then let's fish. <laughs> it's, it's very direct and to the point. We get a little bit of a montage of Bender uh, learning to be a penguin. He kind of sucks at sledding, and he's trying to sit on eggs but squishes them. And uh, he can at least catch fish like by poking them with his mm-hmm. antenna, though. So that's pretty good. And he's also good at feeding the baby uh, penguins because he has a blender attachment in his mouth. And he just throws a fish in there, blends it up, and then regurgitates it into the, the, the baby's mouths. Back at Penguins Unlimited, we find out that uh, there's a problem. Dark matter, it turns out, is nature's sex drug. <gasps> it's making them ultra-fertile. <gasps> Your normal penguin lays one egg every year. Now they're laying six eggs every 15 minutes. <gasps> and the eggs at- hatch after 12 hours. <gasps> and the males are laying eggs. <gasps> And then this he, man is overgasped. Yeah. 
Um, admittedly, uh, not one of my favorite jokes in the. I disagree. I love that joke very much. No, I think it's. I think it's kind of lame, to be honest. I think it's hilarious. Okay, agree, we can have agree to disagree. Agree to disagree. I would like to point out that Fry, in his uh, Captain Wor- uh, Wisdom, has piloted directly into space. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, Z- he even said, <laughs> Zoyper even says, "I don't think we're in space anymore," which is kind of amazing. Leela's like. If only we hadn't flown penguins to Pluto and dumped oil on them, this wouldn't have happened, <laughs> which is accurate. Fair enough. Like that, there's a couple of those actions are the two actions that make this plot go. Free Waterfall Senior says that to save the penguins, they now have to hunt the penguins. I would like to point out that one of the hunters is Scruffy. Yeah, Scruffy's there all of a sudden. And he's very excited about it. I imagine he came in on the ship with them. Okay. I mean, you can never tell with Scruffy. He's just kind of there all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. And then you have your exchange where you say you've never seen him before. And he says he's never seen you before either. And then he kind of slinks off or continues reading Zero G Jugs. It's so, true. Scruffy has his, his, his uh, what he likes to do. And he likes his routine. Some of us like to acquire food and frolic. Some of us like to slink away and read Zero G Jugs. We all have our two-step priority list. It's true. Everybody seems to be enjoying this turn of event, except for Leela. Leela's finding it hard to kind of see the their wisdom and deciding to basically declare open season on penguins. She says, if it's fun in any way, it's not environmentalism. Free Waterfall Senior's response is, what about blowing up dams? That is kind of fun. Lock and load. And then I have a note that says, quick shot of Fry being attacked by a space squid. Yeah, it's a giant purple space squid that has attached itself to the exterior of the Planet Express ship. And we that's all we get. Yep. It's, it's just that one little... We've spent more time talking about it than the actual shot. Yeah, it's like a few seconds at most. It's just, it's wonderful and it breaks it up in a very nice way. Leela's trying to shoot penguins. So, I mean, yeah, that's a nice little joke there because she's trying to murder penguins now, uh, but she just can't do it because they're too cute. Mm-hmm. She closes her eyes and her, her hand twitches and then the trigger gets pulled. She talks herself up by saying, it's just like murdering a little butler. I wouldn't want to do that. What was that show they watch on Steven Universe? Little Butler. Yeah. Do you think that was inspired by this episode of Futurama? I kind of hope not. I mean, uh, unless I don't, I don't know the plot of little, the show within the show Little uh, Little Butler. I hope they never try to kill him and murder him with a gun. Just, how often do you hear the phrase "Little Butler"? That's my question. It's true, but I, I, if they, unless I would give you the inspiration if there was an episode of the show within the show which the Little Butlers became overpopulated and were have had to be murdered to stop the overpopulation okay um but yes leela pulls the trigger and she's really upset and she runs over and it turns out that she shot bender Bender? uh she's she's like actively sobbing it's like i'm so sorry i didn't mean to bender He kind of like stops the the sadness and just kind of gets the confusion uh bender reboots into uh human mode with the tasks of bend and cheese it. We've all got our two-step process, man. I mean, Bender has multiple two-step processes depending on which mode he's in. Mm-hmm. Leela starts talking to Bender and uh, Bender's like, oh, I hate these little ice rats. And 
he looks down and there's a little baby penguin and he just vomits. And he's like, when I look at their little faces, it makes me want to puke in a good way. I think I think that's I I can't speak for myself, but I'm assuming that's what you feel like when you're a parent. Maybe. I don't know. I none of us <laughs> none of us here are parents. If no, you're a parent and have any input on if they make you want to throw up in a good way, <laughs> please tweet at back to Futurama. <laughs> I also like like the wording none of us here. It's like there's just the two of us. We can make it if we can. <laughs> okay. I mean, not not to unveil too many secrets about the podcast, but it's not like we have an editor or a an engineer working with us. We've had we've had on multiple occasions someone else in the studio while we record. Fair enough. The okay, you are right. I I apologize. I just thought it was a uh, very funny wording to me. Uh the hunters start chasing down this big pack of penguins and the penguins decide to stand still. It's our only hope. Uh Bender tells them to to uh, kind of leads them up out of danger and onto like a ridge and the hunters are like where are they where did they go and bender calls for them to attack and they all dive bomb from the flanks they manage to get free waterfall senior and he's like make sure they use every part of my body Uh, and then his father comes in and says i'll avenge your death son which is also the introduction to old man waterfall it's true which we don't see again for many episodes. That's true. It's it's a bit, but it's that little nugget that keeps the Waterfall family alive. Very true. Like every time one of them, at every one of their demise, a new one takes over. They're like a hydra, but of hippie environmentalists. It's true. And they, and they can't own land. Are you saying that hydras can own land? I'm saying that hippies can't. Because I'm not a penniless hippie. And I don't have a lion that only eats tofu. We've been over this. Don't feed your lions tofu. (laughs) This has been a PSA from Ben. Look, if you get one piece of educational information out of this, (laughs) I hope it's that you know that you can't land on Neptune. But like third down the list is don't feed your lions tofu. What's number two? Pluto doesn't have water and penguins on it. Fair enough. But they did mention that they flew penguins onto it. So right now that doesn't, but in a thousand years it will. Always the apologist for... <laughs> That's me. I'm always <laughs> apologizing for this television show that we watch. And love and profusely. <laughs> and enough so that we do a podcast about it. <laughs> so Bender, with the kind of attack finished, he he's saying, you know, uh, I'm going to take off my tux. And so, yeah, he puts the tux back in his compartment. And then all of a sudden, the penguins do not recognize him mm-hmm. at all. Because he's, he taught them, if it's not black and white, claw and bite. Peck, scratch, and bite. Oh, I was close. You're right. You always have. You you did a better job this time, Ben. It's because I played that quote game over the course of, like, three years. It's true. So, like. I forgot. I've, I don't know how I forgot, but I definitely did. I've quoted Futurama a lot. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, they chase after Bender and start attacking him because they don't recognize him. Uh, so Leela and Bender run and they go up a ridge, and then they're looking down at like a a slope. And what? And Leela's says, "If only we had a toboggan." 
And then there's this beat where like she kind of looks over at Bender and then back down at the the slope like gears are turning <laughs> and then it cuts to Bender going faster faster and then he's on Leela who's acting as the toboggan <laughs> which is a great bait and switch. Uh-huh. And Leela's face is just like, "Okay, this is happening." Just very blank. This is fine. This is fine. Mhm. I'm I am a tobo- uh, I am a toboggan now. So they toboggan down into what looks to be like a little, very small, like peninsula or like a little spit out of uh, of ice into the water. Um, and Bender stomps on like the little attachment so that it breaks away. And they're finally safe. And then all the penguins just swim over and jump back onto the ice. They both seem to have forgotten that penguins swim. Right then, the Planet Express ship uh, lands on this sort of floating... Uh, glacier and the weight of it causes the uh causes it to uh, tip. tip over and all the penguins just start sliding down it and then there's a very opportunistic whale just st- uh, sits there and like just gobbles up all these penguins lots and lots and lots of penguins like a whole lot of penguins um so uh bender is you know talking about how much how proud he is of Wiggles until he slips. And then Fry comes out of the cargo hold and grabs him and welcomes him aboard because we can't leave without our captain. And then Bender says, oh, yeah, and bring my toboggan and points over at Leela. <laughs> Who is like literally hanging on to the edge of the ice as she's about to fall. Uh, the uh, last bit we get in this episode is, um, well, they they talk a little bit about, you know, uh, the future of of the penguins yeah. and Leela hopes that they're gonna be okay and, and she's not really sure if they actually helped or anything and Bender's like well you know I taught them the best so like they'll be fine and then it cuts to these two penguins pick up some rifles and look at each other with very menacing glances and point the guns at each other and then cock them because suddenly the penguins know how to <laughs> use guns. They they picked it up because they they observed the hunters. That's the only explanation yeah. I can figure out to do that. Talk about that. And then it just cuts to credits. And then that means we're going to grades. This episode sits sort of firmly in that middle ground for me, where I'm like, it's a solid episode. It's got some pretty, a couple of iconic moments. Overall, it just kind of is, though. Um, it's one I tend to forget. Uh, like, even I mentioned the quote game I always used to play. Uh, she's once sent me, a couple of times, I think, sent me, uh, what's this water made of? Ice? And, like, despite the fact that it <laughs> takes place on Pluto where everything's icy, I forgot it. Like, that's the level that I usually forget this episode. Sure. Um, it's not one of my go-tos. It's also not bad. So, um, I'm going to give it a, a B-. minus. Okay. Um, I mean, for me personally, like, this episode is... is I, I think we're both on the same page where it's like not a, it's not a significant episode of Futurama, but it isn't a bad episode of Futurama. Um, I thought they were really, really good. the The plot is somewhat interesting, and you know the stakes are somewhat low, but 
Um, there's a lot of interesting character dynamics. We do get to to see Leela as an activist, which is true. something that we that does lay some groundwork for later on in the series. And I thought it was very funny, including some of the side characters that we we got to see Free Waterfall Junior or Senior, mm-hmm. um, Free if you're his friend. Some of the the different characters like that. So I think I'm going to have to give it a little bit of a better grade because I I did very much enjoy this episode. So I'm going to give it a B. Okay. If you have any thoughts on this episode, any other episode, uh, just want to send some Futurama quotes at us for the fun of it. Mm-hmm. Just talk about Futurama in general because we love Futurama. You can always do that by getting in contact with us in many ways. You can email us at backtothefuturamapodcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at backtofuturama. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash backtofuturama. Uh, we are on Apple Podcasts, what used to be iTunes. Uh, so please rate, rate, review, subscribe, and sh- tell your friends. And let's uh, grow the Back to the Futurama family. Yeah, the important thing is you're telling your friends about yeah. these two guys who say dumb things. When it's really hot outside. Into a microphone. So, yeah, yeah. tell your friends. Uh, <laughs> and if you don't, well, we still like you. It's yeah, okay. absolutely. Um, But until next time, I'm Ben. And I'm Mike. Goodbye from the world of tomorrow. tomorrow.